are now listening to Soul Search Podcast with Ava and Marcella. A podcast dedicated to exploring mental health issues in relation to race, identity, and culture. disclaimer (laughs) we're sharing a mic we're sharing a mic because technical difficulties are a thing and if anybody knows anything about tech (laughs) let us know because we're trying to figure this out like it's kind of it's been an interesting um, yes morning trying to figure this out but we're doing it we're doing the best we can yeah, I'd rather share a mic with you than have like one mic be not great. Like far you know? away. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it'll work. It, it's it'll be fun. We're experimenting, if anything. So yeah, <laughs> that's, us. that's us. That's us. <laughs> we let y'all know up front. <laughs> up front. So yeah, this week we're returning yet again mm-hmm. with a topic Marcel and I have talked about. What, like, one of the last two times we've seen each other? Yeah. Yeah. And this topic of the week is infidelity. Yeah. (laughs) Sounded too happy about that. (laughs) Infidelity. Infidelity. Adultery. Adultery, yes. Specifically in communities of people of color. Yeah, which was unfortunately hard to find. Yeah the research or or just commentary on it was really hard but so I feel like I'm relying on basically my anecdotal evidence Mm -hmm. or just things I've seen on tv and culture and all that kind of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's been like when I look things up so I got on YouTube and I was like I'm I'm curious about videos and there wasn't much about it Mm -hmm. it's especially for people like we know what it is like right. we know what infidelity mm-hmm. is um you know cheater cheater pumpkin either <laughs> basically like you cheating um more so like isn't infidelity more like based in like marriage i think so like when i think like that's what whenever i was trying to research it i was like well maybe i need it and i wasn't getting results of really anything I changed infidelity to adultery and then that didn't really get much and then I changed it to cheating but cheating seems more broad like you can be in a relationship and Mm -hmm. not be married whereas I think most of the research with infidelity is talking about marriage it's talking within the the confines of that which I think is it makes sense for research purposes but it felt kind of limiting yeah yeah I didn't really see like so I found this one video where this woman broke down like the different types of infidelity. Oh, okay. Which, gosh, what was it? Well, when I think of it, I think of, and this is just me. I don't know if it's based in fact or anything, but emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, then physical. But I, I think of just like the certain boundaries that you cross in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to me, if you and your partner have decided that you are not allowed to text message people yeah. of the opposite sex, that maybe it's not related to work or a specific thing, like you're not just supposed to. I don't know, chat with them. Yeah. Um, and then that person does that 
and you've already agreed that that's not something you and your partner are going to do, to me, that could be cheating. Whereas mm-hmm. in another relationship, maybe that's fine. Yeah. And, and that wouldn't be seen as cheating. Right. Um, yeah. I'm, now that I'm remembering, she said that it was sexual infidelity emotional infidelity Uh, and pornography oh yes no that's a good point because i think some people wouldn't consider pornography as Mm -hmm. cheating but i think just from my personal life and just hearing friends talk and stuff i think a lot of people would consider that Mm -hmm. cheating but when i think of like movies and tv shows they treat that so casual like it's just which i'm not saying it's not casual but it it seems more accepted maybe in in other spaces yeah so yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, hmm, okay. Like I didn't think about that either, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense as to like the fact that that would be considered infidelity. Um, and I've pulled up the mm-hmm. Google definition yeah. of infidelity for us. So it's the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other sexual partner. Okay. Um, so unfaithfulness, in, in the words of Rihanna's hit song from like, you remember that song? <laughs> yeah, we, yes, oh my gosh. And, on the heat, <laughs> and she's, like, I just yeah. love where she's like, I don't want to be a murderer. <laughs> a murderer. Girl, it's like, girl, why did we get here? <laughs> you done killed him. You done killed She him. killed his heart. That she just, killed his, that voice and that when it strains me to sing I it. I want to be a murderer. A murderer. I'm glad I thought about that song. Me too. Um, But yeah, so as we were talking last time about this topic, I remember us looking at, you know, like media related stuff. Mm -hmm. One thing that kept coming up for me as I was preparing my thoughts for the episode is how often um, cheating comes up in or infidelity comes Mm -hmm. up in music. Yes, music, TV shows, mm-hmm. all that. Yes. Specifically, okay, so I'm, I love 90s R&B. Uh-huh. Like, I love a yeah. good, you know, Jagged Edge song mm-hmm. or, like, <laughs> like, lately. So Big Sean came out with this song called Single Again. Okay. And it samples a song called I Wish mm-hmm. by Carl Thomas, who is, like, a very, like, well-known black singer, black male singer, R&B singer, from like the late 90s early 2000s I feel like but he has a song where he says I wish I never met her at all Mm. and so good so it's it's it involves infidelity like he meets a woman Mm -hmm. and he's like it was love at first sight but like she's married with children Mm. Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. and she decides that she doesn't want to be with me because she's going to stay married to her husband for the sake of the kids and like that's basically the song and I remember hearing the song as a kid and I was like this is a bop (laughs) but I didn't know it makes me think of like Usher too like that song um, not Confessions Confessions Gotta Let It Burn I think is a little bit about that like yeah yeah, you're right all these songs about about I did wrong and I'm a bad person or they did me wrong and how dare they and you're right it does Gosh, I guess I've never really thought about how much cheating Mm -hmm. and infidelity, Mm -hmm. like, permeates our culture. Like, I just never really... Absolutely. I've never been a person who was afraid of being cheated on. Okay. Okay. But I don't know why. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about this. This is good. Let's just just chat about this. Girl, (laughs) so... This is something that I... 
so I have feared that before. Mm-hmm. I think it's human. I think that's, yeah. But not, like, only if a person gave me a reason to. Of course. Like, if if you just jump into a relationship, which this happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you see this in movies, too. Movies and songs and things. And, you know, the other, the last one broke my heart and cheated on me. So what am I going to do now mm-hmm. with the new person who treats me like gold? But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, uh, yeah, I've been through this in my past. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's an interesting narrative though. It's like it's it's everywhere. Like I think about in film too. Um, this comes up a lot in like the the infamous Tyler Perry. Oh my like gosh! Every always. single movie. Uh huh. There is some type of like. There's some type of cheating and the woman has to pick herself up yeah and oh my gosh but you know what's so me and um me and one of our mutual friends alan were talking about this where in the movie tyler perry movies it's like um you know it's mostly african-american pretty much i mean that's the target audience so it's like dark man dark black man colorism yes cheats on wife wife moves on finds okay. light-skinned Good savior skin love yes oh, and he's, he's the man who is just gonna i'm gonna protect you and i'm gonna give you everything and mm-hmm. they listen to some jazz music in a club and, <laughs> and and then he breaks down all her walls after she's been hurt yeah. and, and then they live happily ever after it happened in diary of a mad black woman mm-hmm. it happened in that one the family reunion movie yes it did mm-hmm. the the sister they had some sister drama i remember that one and the and she ends up with boris kojo and he has like a lace front afro yes that, that man is bald and he has been bald for years why did they put him in an, an afro wig and he, he saves the day and he's like mm-hmm. I just want you to trust me I just want you to love me is he the thing. one where he's like a del- not a bus driver that yes. was the first one okay that was Shamar Moore with lace front braids okay I remember that one I feel like there was another one that this was happening oh um oh my gosh the one where Medea goes to jail oh god and that one like he's kind of being emotionally unfaithful to his fiance but she's a jerk and and then the one from the Cosby show she's an addict and she needs some saving so he kind of saves her but then he's kind of doing some emotional cheating he was I think. Was, yeah. So yeah, it's all over the place in Tyler Perry movies. But we were, me and Alan were just talking about that the other day, and I, and the the whole. I think the whole reason going back to what I, what made me think of infidelity when I brought it up to you was my coworker has been watching a show called Rika's Famosas Latinas on Netflix, which mm-hmm. she's. I've watched a few episodes. It's really good. It's kind of like a Girl, real housewives. It. It's like a real housewife situation, but with like deeper drama where it's like mm. it's just like so much deeper than just you were mean to me. It's I don't know. It's pretty good, but she came to me after watching it and and she's white and she was like they worry about cheating a lot like they're Mm -hmm. always like if my husband cheats on me I'm gonna you know I'm gonna hurt him or he'll never know what's coming all this stuff and she was like and and she asked me you know in the Latin community is that something people worry about is that a big topic that comes up issue Mm -hmm. and like I said me personally I've never really worried about that but I asked my mom I was like mom like do you think and I was like I think it is but let me talk with my mom and see like her experience and she was like oh yeah like everyone is perpetually worried about their husband leaving them yeah and 
And then she would, and I was like, okay. I was like, I feel like I don't see that too much in like within white people and like no, Caucasian no. people. And she was like, no, like they don't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, obviously they do because that right? happens, but it's just it's interesting how different it is like yeah. it's it's talked about differently within i think within latin communities black communities and it white is. cult like I, I think it's just different no it definitely is i agree like but then i think about it like i was thinking about music and i was like mm-hmm. well in country songs they talk yes. about it yes oh yeah you know so it's like mm-hmm. is this something that like i don't know how to describe but you know it. what with country music that makes me think of poverty yep lower lower mm-hmm. income folks mm-hmm. so I wonder I mean folks from the south yes no and it makes me think <laughs> of just like lower income people and how that plays a role I actually looked at something um, it's from the Institute of Family Studies and it kind of looks at like cheating across demographics oh. yeah and it did talk about I think it talked about you know across different um different um racial ethnicities and it Mm. did it it said black men do statistically cheat more than white men and hispanic men i think hispanic men were actually the lower and like 13 percent whereas white men were in the middle and then black men were like was it 20 percent 22 percent 16 compared with 16 percent of whites and 13 percent of hispanics Mm. which is interesting yeah but i feel like somewhere in here it did talk about Income, or at least education. No, look at that high school, some college mm-hmm. or college or more. And then, oh, but you know what? It talked about too. Grew up with both parents. Did not grow up with both parents. And if you didn't grow up with both parents, there's a higher, not a higher chance. I don't want to use that language, but, like but statistically, people. that's what's being shown. I see. And um, and then also religious service attendance. <laughs> it says once a year or less. Nineteen. You cheating more. Buddy. You cheating more. <laughs> okay, you ain't going doing Which, anything. And interesting enough, they looked at um, political, political party. De- Democrats <laughs> cheat more than Republicans and Independents. I don't know. Maybe that liberalism up in <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> maybe. And then of course. I say, of course, that sounded wrong. Men cheat more than women. But there is a phase of life where women, when we're younger, so 18 to 29, women cheat more than men. But when you get into, like, the older ages, that's when men cheat more than women. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes, it's very interesting. So, but yeah, I I would imagine. hmm. But I think now that it's coming back to me, I don't think... It's like, oh, if you're rich, there's less likely a chance of cheating. I don't think it's like that, but... I, I think that kind of across the board, you're still there's still infidelity everywhere. But I, I do wonder, um, you know, hey, if you're lower income, maybe that means that's more likely to have a single parent household. Maybe. And so that affects your views of cheating and fidelity. I don't know. I'm just throwing all these thoughts out there that probably don't make any sense. No, but do. I just feel like maybe there's a connection. I think there may be. Hmm. You see it a lot more in like I don't know how to describe it so even I don't watch shows like Power right or anything like that but these are people who like came up and I feel like this this does go along well with real life like it correlates with real life in the sense that like people that or men specifically Mm -hmm. black men who have lived you know like in an impoverished area as children grow up make it out however they do it legally illegally because a lot of television shows are showing you know that like 
people are doing illegal activities, specifically power. Yeah. Um, but I think there's like tons of cheating on that show too, like with multiple characters. Um, and it's like this, I, I don't know if it's like this invincibility complex at sometimes or like this, this, I've talked to men about it mm-hmm. and I wish like I could have recorded those conversations, specifically a gentleman that was in his, he, I think he was 20 mm-hmm. or 19 maybe like in college you know, he's like, hey, like, if my girl doesn't find out, it's not a big deal. But I don't want her to leave me. It's so confusing. Yes. It's like, so you, 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 now this is a gentleman that grew up in an area that, I think he's from New Orleans. And it's like, you know, he, he was like in Algiers or something mm. like, no, he was another area. He wasn't in the West Bank. But anyway, sweet baby. He's just like certain that what he's doing isn't hurting anybody, and that's the, that's what my question always is. Like, mm-hmm. are you considering the other person's feelings, mm-hmm. or are you in a space where you're just kind of like, I don't care, right? In this moment, like I don't care right now because she won't know or he won't know, so I'm gonna do it. And either way, like. If they find out, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, like, I made a mistake. I know. It's like, it's why? So where's the guilt? Where is the guilt at? Right. But, okay. Gosh, this this topic is pretty complex because mm-hmm. as you're saying this, I'm thinking of um, power. Like, like, the concept of power. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, if I think of people cheating that's almost like an abuse of power Mm -hmm. or you're looking for power and to me cheating with like legitimately having an affair like you are maintaining another relationship while you were in a relationship that to me is like such an abuse of power whereas maybe someone has a one night stand yeah that's a little different and then if it's physical versus emotional versus online because that's a thing now if you are you dming people on instagram all that kind of stuff that's another issue and then i think too of like situationships Mm. like that's confusing because are you cheating if the if the relationship isn't defined because we are in this cool yeah. new age where we don't date. need to put a label on we anything we are. we're taught we have an understanding and it's yeah. like but do you do but you have an understanding because that causes a lot of hurt like y'all know me i love the bachelor i'm watching the bachelor yes. right now and there is a couple on there where there's this dude who's had relations with all these women like in the bachelor franchise pretty much and he's kind of being labeled as like a casanova of sorts right now and so um but it seems like he was having friends with benefit things with some of these women or it was kind of like we're dating but we're not boyfriend and girlfriend so it's okay if i go Mm -hmm. and do these things because we're i'm technically single and it's like well technically yes that's true but also look Mm. at the that's not gonna people are gonna still feel hurt yeah so yes technically you can go and do whatever you want if you're single but if you are dating people and they find out you're doing things behind their back and Mm -hmm. not being transparent about it and not talking Mm -hmm. to them about it their feelings are gonna get hurt and there's consequences to that yeah so is that technically cheating i don't know but it's not being Mm -hmm. faithful i don't know it's absolutely not it's very 
gosh, this comes up on everything. Like, I, situationship is like, is that a new word? I hear it a lot. I, I hear, hear it a lot. lot I think it's an, but to me, it makes me think of, um, like I'm hearing it all the time. So which situationships, it just makes me think of when people are like, we're talking. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. we're seeing one another. We're but to, out. yeah, we're hanging out. It ain't nothing. We're just hanging out. And it's like, it's like, no, but you like him. Mm-hmm. So don't Or, or you know they like you. Yeah. You may not like them like that, but you are entertaining them. Yeah. And that's going to cause an issue. They want something from it. You're kind of like not sure how you feel about mm-hmm. it. It's so many pieces mm-hmm. to it. Yes. Um, but yeah, those situationships, like the cheating aspect in that sense, like there is some type of, like you said, abuse of power in a way, because if the, if one person is more like out here, like, you know, I'm just seeing you or whatever, it's not a big deal. And then also the need to define that whenever you are in a situation, mm-hmm. the need to say, are you seeing other people? Right. Um, are you seeing other people? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no. Are you being intimate with other people? Because, exactly. you know, one person could take, I'm talking to other people as, oh, we're just talking to get to know each other, literally just talking. Whereas the other person can take that as, oh, I can go and have sex with a bunch yep. of other people, which is fine. But if the other person is being intimate with you and they don't know that, that's a it's icky. really sticky. It yep. can be in some ways just unsafe just health wise and 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 then emotionally that's really it can be damaging if they if they don't have the full picture yeah and the other person has the right to make a decision if they want to be a part Mm -hmm. of that or not like if, if they want to be a part of like as Issa Rae would say on Insecure, your lineup. Like, <laughs> you, you have to be in, in a in a place of like consent in that sense. Like, you know, this is something I want to be a part of. Or if it's not, then right. you know, you don't you don't have to do that. Um, you have the choice to opt out. So other things regarding infidelity, hmm. So cheating being like the term cheating. Yes. Is is has always been funny to me. Uh-huh. Um like cheating on a test. Yes, I think of that too. It's interesting. Like you you're basically you are meant to be in a committed space mm-hmm. where you're being honest. Mhm. And there's no honesty if you're cheating like when you cheat on a test you ain't being honest about mm. your answers you're getting them somewhere else and right. you're like finding loopholes and then there's like a gain because it's yeah. like if I cheat and get away with it I pass my test but when you cheat and get away with it in your relationship is yeah. that is a that positive passing? I don't I just like I said there's such a difference between someone cheating in a way that it's like super manipulative they know what they're doing yeah. they're contacting other people mm-hmm. and and getting involved with them behind their partner's back versus maybe a incident of getting too close to a co-worker and being very vulnerable with them and then yeah. that can be kind of like emotionally um cheating mm-hmm. and 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 but then it's like oh crap what am I not getting for my relationship that I'm looking to this other person yeah. for that support mm-hmm. I, I think some cheating can just it looks differently and I think it all that also affects like okay is it healthy to take that person back if you find out they're cheating I think I don't know. It looks different. I don't think there's a yes or no answer Answer for that. Answer with that. I agree. Um, So recently, I have, like, done some thinking on that scenario. And I've had conversations with friends about Mm -hmm. it before. So, like, being in a long-term relationship, 
this question came up in like a conversation with some I don't remember who I was talking to about this mm-hmm. I might, it might have been Dijon mm-hmm. um, because we were watching what's the it's another Tyler Perry movie when we first started dating we were in Monroe with his family and Temptation came on mm. you remember with Journey Smollett and oh like, my gosh the confessions of a marriage counselor oh, oh lord what a hot one. mess I was just like I watched that after I became a therapist and I was like girl what are you doing? Well, then it's also just like, you're not really a marriage therapist right now. She's so I don't not. know. Like, I don't know why he titled it that because she's not a marriage therapist. Like, I don't She's literally um, a, matchmaker. a matchmaker. She's a matchmaker. And, and it's fine. To you be do able you. to have her own little practice or whatever. And ev- everyone should check it out because Kim Kardashian is in that movie. And her name and is that, Ava and in that the was, movie. Oh my gosh, it was. And that was, I think, pre Kanye. <laughs> yep. So it was. her fashion looks so different. Very. But anyway. I digress. And she's like, girl, he's trying to take you out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on. And she's like, Ava, help me. Like, you know, they help. She helps her get dressed up to meet with this guy. Uh-huh. Ava's kind of like a culprit in this in this sense, like pushing her to be like yeah. cute or whatever yeah. and show off her stuff in front of this dude. Mm-hmm. So many pieces with that. So I remember that's when we had that. It was very early. We might have been dating like a year or two mm-hmm. years, maybe not even two. And we were with his family mm-hmm. and one of them were watching it at some auntie's house and his mom looked at me and was like, girl, a marriage therapist. <laughs> like, don't you be doing you this be doing to my it? baby. I was like, girl, you looking at the wrong one because I ain't going to do nothing to him. Um, that's not even in my makeup. But he and I talked about it. He was mm-hmm. like, man, that's tough. Like, she she really, he was great to her. He was great to her, but he also wasn't paying attention to her needs. Exactly. Like, she did not go... If y'all watch the movie, she tries to communicate her wants, yeah. her needs. She doesn't do it in a great way. I will no. say that. She does it kind of passively. She's yeah. not like, hey, honey, like this is A, B, and C. This, this is, is what, what we're I'm lacking, like, and this yeah. is what I need. But you're right. He was good to her. Mm-hmm. But she... They had a she, lack of communication. They had a lack of communication, which led to her going to someone who was making himself seem more attentive and yep. more... Yep. whatever I don't know appealing yeah mm-hmm. and then lo and behold she gets with this dude it's like oh it was so weird the way he did that because it's like karma mm-hmm. in a way because she cheated on her husband and she ends up with the you know fancy guy with all the money who had whatever tech stuff he was doing and she ends up in a bad space I'm not gonna give it away I know but like she no ends spoilers, up with all kinds of foolishness yeah. going on and she thinks she's, you know, doing her thing and mm-hmm. she's doing great. But like, no, ma'am, you're not. Mm-hmm. And after we talked about that, he was like, how would it be like, you know, what do you think about people moving past cheating? And I was like, that's not for me. It's <laughs> but- so hard. I would love to be the person who's like, oh, my gosh, I would bounce as soon as that happened. But I don't know if I would. It's hard to say. Because it's like, OK, like I said before, I think in some instances there's the relationship might be going through a hard time like maybe you aren't communicating maybe you aren't talking about your needs and and maybe your your partner is is being kind of absent because they're stressed or going through something um you know maybe someone is ill I don't know all this stuff Mm -hmm. and and so I can see how you know if I played a part in in pushing someone away and then they cheated on me I would imagine I would be willing to work on it yeah but then it's also like that trust golly that trust can be I mean how you get that back I don't know you know but um 
But then on the flip side, I'm like, shoot, if I'm with someone who cheats on me, then I would be like, I really don't know you. Like, that's scary. Like, get out kind of thing. You know, like, again, if it was the case where it was like, you've been hiding this behind my back. I thought (laughs) we were fine. Like, I thought we were good. And then that happened, then I would probably bounce. But if it was like a no, it's been rough for a year Mm -hmm. and like all this stuff is going on. I felt your distance. I knew we had issues. Then I would maybe be more open to working it out. And even thinking about like back then saying that I was definitely like 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. now being 28 (laughs) and married, it's like, uh, Mm -hmm. what do you do about that? Like, and, and I feel like as long as you do the work in the beginning, like some, I think a lot of times people try to have like quick fixes for difficult times Mm -hmm. when the most important thing is to be there for one another like sometimes people don't see you though like in relationships you may be with a partner that isn't seeing you know what's happening with you and they just kind of you know are in what they want only and not understanding like okay you might have some stuff going on you're having a difficult time you may not want to be intimate you may not want to spend as much time with me let's talk about it Mm -hmm. Rather than he doesn't want to spend time with me, so I'm going to dip out on him mm-hmm. and have fun with my girls and meet some guys out mm-hmm. tonight, um, like the Beyonce Jealous song. Yeah. Check it out. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but in in the end, like understanding the most important thing is like protecting your relationship. But sometimes people aren't even in that space where they mm-hmm. e- they're even in a relationship for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like I, the thing that baffles me all the time is and I've mostly talked to men about this specifically black men Mm -hmm. and I've talked to some women where you know they want to be able to see other people but they want you to stay around I know like I want you my my girlfriend or boyfriend of however many years five six years Mm -hmm. seven eight years to stick around and be there for me, but I'm going to continuously do this again and again and make it a pattern. That's when I always wonder what's happening with this person. Yeah. Like, why do you feel the need to continue to do that again and again? Mm -hmm. And I've heard the saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that because I've seen Mm -hmm. men who had a pattern of that, like, and then, you know, mature and they get to a place Mm -hmm. where they're like, now I'm ready to Mm -hmm. settle down. But like it's it it always makes me wonder what is the cause of that? Like yeah. why are you in a space where you feel like you you want your cake and you want to mm-hmm. eat it too? Whereas I want this person to be around, I want them to love me, I want them to be my life partner, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But then I'm also gonna continue to cheat six, seven, eight times. So in the instances that you see, like these situations, is it they are cheating behind someone's back or is it like a baby I love you so much, please just wait for me while I go and date around? It's but like I want to be real with cheating you. behind okay. somebody's back. Because I've seen it, I've well, that, yeah, I've seen it that mm-hmm. way, the cheating behind someone's back, and it's just, please forgive me, please forgive mm-hmm. me, that cycle. But then I've also seen it where it's like, you are my soulmate, you are my person, but I need to go and find out who I am and yeah. sleep with all these other people. Right. To, and it, and it sounds, uh, and maybe I'm being judgmental, so I'll check, check that, but like, it, it sounds almost just like a cop-out or like a, yeah. um... Yeah. Don't tell someone they're your soulmate and you want to be with them, but then you also have to go and explore other things. Like, that's just confusing to people. That just Very. doesn't... And you're right. So I think it is important for anyone who has been cheated on or, or maybe 
Um, yeah, anyone who's been cheated on, for them to realize, it, it probably isn't about you. It's not personal. No. It's that person it, who, good who, point. who is seeking something else or who maybe they aren't fulfilled in that relationship. Maybe, maybe that is, you know, a thing that's happening. But also, you can make a decision to be like, hey, I'm not getting what I need and we either need to work on this or we need to part ways. Yeah. And, and it's that person's responsibility, too, to communicate that before they go and 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 violate the boundaries of your relationship so Mm -hmm. so yes i think you know it's healthy for people if your partner cheats on you'd be like hey were was i absent from this relationship was i not noticing something were we not communicating like looking at some some parts on maybe what was wrong in the relationship not necessarily what you were quote-unquote responsible for because i don't think that partner should ever take responsibility for that other partner cheating. Right. I don't think that's the case, but also just looking up what was going on in our relationship and just doing some reflecting on that. Yeah. But but yeah, at the end of the day, if they decided to do that, that's on them. And that's how I, that's the saddest part to mm-hmm. me. Like when I when I see that where it's like what am I doing wrong for them mm. to want to do that? That's when I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's so sad to mm-hmm. me. But at the same time, like in some instances, I do think like you could be the perfect partner, mm-hmm. quote, whatever perfect is to that person. You could be like this ideal person or partner for someone and they could not be ready for you. Yeah, correct. And think that they are or know that you're like exactly, you know, you're the dream house, you're the dream everything. But they're not at the place yet to give you what you need. Yeah. And that's a hard place to be in, mm-hmm. especially when other people are involved. That's the thing that's tough too. If it's just like, you know, someone knowing that they don't they're not ready to be in a committed relationship or they're not ready to be in a, an exclusive like, you know, this is someone I might want to marry, this is someone I might want to live with, this is someone I might want to, you know, spend my life with, have kids, whatever it may be. That's one thing, but if you are thinking that, you know, yeah, I definitely like this, but then in turn, like, you know, this is what you want, but you're still seeing other people. Mm -hmm. That's a different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what always baffles me. I see that a lot. Like, I saw it all the time in college, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, where specifically (laughs) the guys that I knew, like, Mm -hmm. in school who were in like some type of relationship with a girl they would still have this like inkling this little feeling where they wanted to like see what other women were about and then there comes that debate I remember debating this with some guys one night Mm -hmm. we talked about so many things in our little apartment in Legacy Park with a bunch of our guy friends and like a, some of us like it was a bunch of us mm-hmm. we were just like having a little panel mm-hmm. it was crazy <laughs> and we were talking about that and how like certain activities are not considered cheating like yeah, certain sexual stuff it was like the weirdest it was mm-hmm. a debate and so all the like all of us women were over here like um sir what and then they were like no for real that's really what it's like like if you do this sexual act it's not really cheating what? like that and it's like dude what are you thinking about what are you talking but, about I have thoughts, but I'm not going to share them. Mm -hmm. It's just so many things when it comes to relationships and infidelity or Mm -hmm. cheating that are so convoluted, depending on the individual. Yes. And like what you've seen and what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes like when you brought up that Mm -hmm. fact about um, single parent homes Mm -hmm. or 
you know, parents are not together, like that's something that I've heard a lot of people mm-hmm. say too, where it's like if your parents mm-hmm. aren't together, it's more possible for you to not treat relationships with that sense of commitment. Mm. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I hate to stare, like, like not like, cause I don't think it's a stereotype. I mean, it's mm-hmm. in the research or whatever, but I could see how it, it's all about attachment. And if you don't have that mm-hmm. home and you don't have that model and you weren't raised in that environment, how would you look at that the same way as someone who maybe had these parents who were super stable and super yeah. healthy and you have a healthy attachment with each parent and then you see your worth in relationships and you know how to treat other people whereas you grew up in a home where maybe parents were on and off and and one parent in the home one parent's out the home they're sometimes together they're sometimes not how could you hone that attachment and that view of a healthy dynamic in a relationship how could you you know you, that would yeah. take a lot of work that would take a lot of self-reflection a lot of self-awareness yeah and I think go with so thinking of self-awareness, you know, if you're in a relationship and you see you're not getting what you need and you're looking around, I don't know if everyone has that level of self-awareness no. to see that and be like, Mm-mm. oh crap, I need to get out of this relationship before I hurt somebody yeah. so I can go and take care of myself and go, go do what you want to do. If you want to mm-hmm. go and date around and be with people and, and all that stuff, wonderful. But that communication and that transparency is key so that you're not just perpetually... Mm-hmm emotionally injuring others. other people. I mean, I think that's, and I, I think a lot of young people don't think of, I mean, older people too, but I just feel like I see that a lot in younger people where it's like that, that again, back to that technicality. Well, technically we weren't together, but it's like, but look at your behavior. Yeah. You know, you're going to have an emotional bond if you're being intimate. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to happen. And so if you're not being forthcoming of like, hey, look, these are, these are the boundaries within our relationship. Um, what do you think? This is what I think. If you're not spelling that out, like yeah. someone is going to get hurt. Someone is going to get hurt. And I always, I'm glad you brought that point up about like that self-awareness. I think some people may have that. Like, you know, would you rather go and fulfill whatever it is that you need to fulfill as an individual or do you want to do that and also hurt someone else Mm -hmm. and you're not truthfully doing that like with friends of mine we've talked and I'm like why don't you just leave your girl Mm -hmm. or why don't you just leave your partner Mm -hmm. and do your thing and that's like that oh gosh what is the song a Chingy song another song (laughs) like y'all remember Chingy right there Chingy had a song called pulling me back okay and it was great I love it with Tyrese on it Um, But it was about one relationship, but it's just kind of like, I feel like that's, that's kind of how it is with a lot of people and their relationships. Like, I just want to be with you. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. But I have this inkling to want to be, to hang and to be around. What's that about? I also think about the movie Best Man. Um, It's, it's such a nineties classic black film. Um, with like Tay Diggs and Terrence Howard and Nia Long and oh gosh what's the other lady's name it's a bunch of black actors and actresses and one of them's getting married and he was a ladies man they were all college friends it's such a good movie but it's also just utter drama (laughs) and a hot mess but there's all this cheating related Mm -hmm. stuff in that movie Mm -hmm. amongst a group of friends yeah and it's like a long-standing issue mm-hmm. for them. If that makes sense, like if you see it, if you've seen it, like it's so many cheating related, yeah. like the plot, like the whole plot 
is about this cheating situation mm-hmm. with these very close friends and that's what I mean by the 90s where like yeah. the, it was the time of like let's talk about this being an issue I wonder why it was so now yeah. it's like you you see it and stuff but you see it and stuff but like then it was like a whole theme mm-hmm. like even Soul Food another black movie mm-hmm. cheating mm-hmm. Um, I could think of many of them but like I don't know you know, art imitates life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were doing that because that was a thing that was happening. But, you know, I wonder if it's too, okay, so maybe in the 90s or maybe, you know, just around that time, people were talking about it in the yeah. sense of, like, we're not going to live in this. So, like, you know, I am I think back in the gap, like in the 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. even probably when if a husband were to cheat on his wife, the wife probably would, well, okay, that's a man. That's yeah. what men do. That's what they do. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I just have to live with it that's how it is you know um and so maybe that's was it was just a shift in culture of like no I don't gotta be in that like you know or or maybe some of that shame taken away of like that's on that person that's not on me yeah and and being able to so maybe the 90s was a little bit of like a rebellion in that sense or yeah or just like look we this is happening we're not gonna Mm -hmm. sweep it under the rug Mm -hmm. we're either gonna be together or we're not we're gonna work on it or we're not because I could see how yeah I mean I mean I'm sure women cheated as well but I think women with the probably where they were in society if you cheated on your husband oh my god I don't know what would happen to them like it would probably be some type of domestic violence situation to ensue back in the 50s or 40s or whatever Mm -hmm. um because I'm sure it was happening but but um, maybe it was just so swept under the rug and hidden and no one was talking about it. And then if men did it, maybe it was just like, like we said, well, men are expe- unfortunately expected like to do expected. that when we know, okay, that's in not a specific it. cultures. For yeah. Sure. And it, yes. And it's like, it's, that's not in DNA. That's Mm-mm. not. So why, why yeah. is it such a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right in specific, yeah. In specific cultures. It's interesting. Like I feel like in, in black culture specifically mm-hmm. like it's you know i've seen it in all the media but also in life mm-hmm. like hearing about things and and you know talking to men in my life um who are like older is it more like when women get involved with black men and you're in the black culture is it is it more i expect this to be an issue it can be is it kind of like that it can be okay. like and I've heard a friend of mine, Amber, we talked about this before where it was like, you know, some women mm-hmm. in the black community mm-hmm. will say, you know, I'm in cheat girl. Like it's mm-hmm. a thing. Like it's mm-hmm. not even why even question it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to be on the lookout with that. Um, and then it's put on the woman to keep them. Yeah. I've seen that. I mean, across all. Oh, cult. I feel like I see that a lot on like MTV and stuff. Just yeah. like it's like it's on the woman. What were you doing to not mm-hmm. keep your man or whatever? Put that responsibility on her. Mm-hmm. And that's completely unfair. Um, no. Oh, 100 oh, percent. But it's like it's so it's so seen. Mm-hmm. It happens so often. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the sense of like finding finding the reason why like I think some men don't even know why they do it yeah 
And that's what's what's in women too. Yeah, yeah. Like, but more so because it is something that is talked about a lot. And yeah, it's kind of we. Yeah, it's like some men don't even really know why, and there is some guilt. Like I've when I see it happen, it's like there's a mm. guilt feeling later when the woman has completely moved on, mm. and it's like, man, I really did you wrong, you know, yeah. and, and you're not trying to even into engage with mm-hmm. me, um, or even see me in that way anymore. So it's like. I just what my my hope for mm-hmm. these these men and women in mm-hmm. this world um, who may take part in this behavior or this like these patterns because mm-hmm. like you said if it's a one time thing like and it's a one night stand like that's something that does need to be discussed but like if it's a pattern mm-hmm. it's definitely something that yeah is about that person mm-hmm. like that person probably needs some type of like introspection Mm -hmm. like let me see what it is that's leading me here why do I feel the need to hurt this part like I know that I'm hurting you and I know if you find out I will hurt you Mm -hmm. so why am I doing it Mm -hmm. that kind of thing it's like self-awareness self-exploration what is this about for me Mm -hmm. or even when you if you find yourself in a relationship Mm -hmm. you know you you like to be in relationships but there's always this feeling Mm -hmm. of one person is not enough which we talked about that before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Some people are in oh polyamory, yeah, mm-hmm. in relationships where they have more than one partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's what you agree upon, good, that's good cool. for you. And that's the thing. It's like um, yeah. Before we started recording, I mentioned that millennials. It's it finds that millennials are cheating less than other generations and it may be just the age we're in right now because apparently infidelity happens like old, in older age like 50s and 60s mm-hmm. like that's when it's more prevalent yeah but um but I wonder too because millennials okay like you know me and Ava has sp- have spoken a lot about men and women but we also have to think of um you know gay, gay couples yep. non-binary people trans people um people in polyamory relationships and so all of that I think paints a different picture yeah. too um of what these relationships aren't just man and woman we're committed we're dating anymore it can have other people involved yep. it can be this thing so if you are in a polyamorous relationship well of course if someone and now I think there's boundaries boundaries within those they they paint a picture of like okay we're inviting this person into our relationship and this is what this looks like so there is an agreement there's still boundaries and if someone violates those boundaries even though they're in a polyamorous relationship I think it's still considered cheating but if it's agreed upon with all the partners involved Mm -hmm. then it's not cheating and if that works for you go ahead but it's all about that communication exactly yeah and that's how it is in any relationship Mm -hmm. you know like yes no matter who you are, what mm-hmm. your background is, what you believe, mm-hmm. it's all on like, you know, what you are willing to be a part of and what boundaries need to yes. be set in stone. Especially when it comes to not when we're thinking of cheating, not just physically. Yeah. When it comes to There's like I said, social media reaction. emotionally, mm-hmm. what you're talking about with another person <laughs> who's not your partner, all these mm-hmm. things. So it's thinking about what you're comfortable with and what the expectations are. Yep. I mean, cheating is not, you know, for a lot of people, it's not just, oh, I made out with this person or, oh, I had sex with this person. It's they were DMing people on Instagram and that to them is cheating or they were watching pornography. That to them is cheating. So just being aware. Defining those lines in your your relationship, like really sitting down and talking about how that is for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like what is what would be the straw? 
yes. the final straw for you when it comes to feeling betrayed or feeling mm-hmm. like the other person is cheating like ultimately like we've gotten here before communication is key yes. when it comes to any relationship mm-hmm. but especially if you're involved romantically with someone or you're in a, you're in a committed space with them um, those boundaries need to be clear yeah. and if you want the relationship to if you have like desires for your relationship um, and like similar goals in your relationship then I think it's very important to establish what that looks like you know and then giving that person like I think we all deserve the right to be in the know oh of course so if somebody's not in the know about what you're doing yeah that's then not, that's not okay it's not especially and especially with those situationships it's so important mm-hmm. to inform the people you're being intimate with of like what's going on and what the expectations are and all those things so even if you're not boyfriend girlfriend or boyfriend yeah. boyfriend or whatever that looks like it's it's important to lay that out um just for human decency like yeah maybe you don't technically owe anyone that but mm-hmm. just be a nice person and communicate i mean yeah. i think that's just what it comes down to and also think about what you would want exactly like if 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 you like, I think we have to use empathy in our relationships right. all the time. And that's another thing mm-hmm. I've noticed where I saw some video where it was, like, about a woman who had a man had cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. She had the revenge policy thing and was like, look, I'm going to find me somebody and mm. I'm going to see how you feel. Oh, wow. And it's like, there's... How, what is that helping? Right. But it was interesting to see the man's reaction. Mm-hmm. He wanted her to be like, you know, forgiving mm-hmm. and care, you know, care about it. And this happens in any relationship, no matter what you identify as. Mm-hmm. The other person in your relationship, like, think about how you would feel if they did that to you. Yeah. Flat out. Like, how would you feel? If you would just, you know, be be, be all right and be like, whatever, then that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you know you would be broken up and crying on the sofa listening to Mary J. Blige, <laughs> then maybe you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. If you know that they would be heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Or if you would be heartbroken if they did it to you, why yeah. would you do it to them? Mm-hmm. That's like in friendships. If you, if you, if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't want them to do it to me, why would I do it to them? Exactly. So that that level of respect for the person that you are intimate with. I love that. That respect. Just have respect for the people yeah. you're involved with. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's we're serious or we're not serious or we're committed or we're not. Just have some respect for them. Mm-hmm. And and you know, for for the people on the other side. So say someone comes to you and they're like, Hey, look, I like you, but I don't want to be committed to you. I want to date other people and I want to sleep with other people. If that's not what you want feel free to leave that you don't have to stay in that you know and and good for that person for coming to you with that with what their expectations are but if you don't want that you don't have to be involved with that yeah you don't and being able to step out um Mm -hmm. yeah okay that was a hearty episode (laughs) it's because it is layered and and, it's very layered and i think too because where we ended with you know relationships look different now um, I think that's why the communication is just that much more important because they it's do. not black and white. Uh-uh. So just communicate with your partners, people. That's just the most important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this would take us into probably a whole other, like a whole hour mm-hmm. later if we brought this up. Maybe we can discuss this later uh-huh. on because um, sometimes we... Like, let's say you just break up with someone. Uh-huh. 
and <laughs> you're like, oh, we're not together anymore, uh-huh. so I can do what I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're still engaging with them, like oh, I've seen gosh. this happen on yes, so many things. That's, you see that all the time. It's so It's so complicated because emotions are so complicated. They are. And you're right. Maybe that's not, like, it, I mean, just th- it makes me think of like rebounding kind of yeah. and, and healing from a breakup. Have we talked about breakups? I don't think we have. I think we've talked about relationships. We have, but we haven't talked Wait, about breakups. are you sure? Have we talked about know. breakups, guys? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> If so, we'll just need to revisit it from this lens. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, you're right, though. We should do that. Like talking about, because that has been something that's very interesting to me. So just quick side, y'all know I love me some insecure and I brought them up multiple times. That's another big theme on that show. Like the, the tone was set in the very first season of Insecure where Issa cheated on Lawrence and he finds out and there's like in the second season, Lawrence is like... He sees on Facebook that Issa's still chit-chatting with Daniel, the guy that she cheated with. You know, Ah. like he finds that out and he's livid about it. He's like, oh, so was she doing that the whole time I was with her? She's still talking to him now? What kind of... Like, she's not... She's not uh, moving moving past that. She's still cheating. She's still like they're not together though. Ah. But he still feels hurt. Ah. Yeah. By of course. Her. So like when that does mm-hmm. happen, like the aftermath, you know, when it does happen, how do you feel like what is the communication to follow suit? Like because for them, they didn't mm-hmm. discuss it until like mm-hmm. the very last episode of season two. Y'all, I'm saying <laughs> I love that show. They didn't have the conversation. And then you get to see their true feelings through like Issa daydreaming about Lawrence, mm-hmm. like proposing to her. I think I talked about this before, y'all. It's one of the best scenes in like television history. I think you did talk about that. Where she's like, you know, I really messed up. Like she felt mm-hmm. so, because she knew she loved him and all mm-hmm. that. But like he wasn't tending to mm-hmm. those her things needs. that she wanted. And she like, said them verbatim Mm -hmm. like clear as day this is what I need from you you're not doing this and and he didn't do it until maybe like a month later he didn't start changing and it was too late at that point Mm -hmm. so it's like poor little Lawrence y'all I love Lawrence (laughs) okay like I adore that I love that character but he's so like so exploring the the emotional the uh, kind of the emotions that you go through after a breakup when yeah. you don't technically owe that person anything but there's still that relationship there mm-hmm. I think that no and I just looked on our Instagram we've talked about relationships but we haven't talked about necessarily breakups so right. maybe that's what we need to do because you're right there breakups. is that weird space of back and forth yeah. and and oh are we sure we're broken up oh we can be friends girl you're not being friends I, with him. no <laughs> thank you no thank you and so no thanks um and so and just the health of of all that so yeah i think that'd be a good one i like how you brought that up because it does kind of tie into it this a little that. bit yeah but it would take uh-huh. us to a whole nother level yeah not today so, not but today but soon. we will add that to our list because okay. i think it's very important to like really walk through what is a healthy way to break up and what does that look like for everyone like we all have our preferences because i do know people that you know feel the need to stay in contact with someone i know and then other was like i need to block them on everything no thanks don't even remember what you look like like (laughs) bye you know so we'll we'll cover that at some point but sounds good okay so so feeding your soul Mm mm-hmm you go first. Oh gosh, I'm struggling too. I'm I think struggling I know. Too. Okay. I think I know mine. Okay. Um, 
alert alert mine is involves like a, a new album thing and happening in my life oh okay <laughs> um, and some people know you know a, a few like my, my biggest like my boy Javon like Javon is probably like oh she said it um so mommy things yeah <laughs> mommy things excite me so much like it's it's overwhelming so I'm pregnant um I am pregnant so exciting uh first time ever experiencing this in my life so it's like oh wow this is heavy this is hard Mm -hmm. what is my body doing you know is there really a baby in there like what's it doing in there like are you spinning around are you sleeping like Mm -hmm. I have so many questions like to the to the lowest of levels um but like mom related stuff like I have been immersing myself in like Instagram accounts yeah. of women that are already mothers that like their whole thing is like motherhood. Uh-huh. Um interviews people have about being new parents. Aww, like I'm just like, so what sweet. is that like? Like yeah. what does it feel like? Um You should just document all this too. You should journal about what's what it's like expecting and like I do I think you need to do all that. So So you can remember this feeling. I I yes. And, like, throughout the day, sometimes, like, I will write mommy notes. I call them mommy notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to get, like, a little box and uh-huh. put them in there for my kid to see one day. Like, my child to be, like, you know, old enough to really understand. And be like, Mom, what was it like for you? Like, I maybe know. I'll have a, you know, I'll, either way, if I have a son or a daughter, like, they may have kids one day. And they'll be like, how did you feel? And I'll have it all written for them mm-hmm. in a little box that I'm, like, going to keep somewhere really safe. Um, but like that's the biggest thing like and then preparing so I'm four months right now like four months in a week and so it's a 17 weeks I have been like just kind of spending time trying to like sit with my thoughts and like really just experience it because I've been busy mm-hmm. like working while pregnant is like <sighs> crazy pants women I know. who have carried children girl like it is rough like some people they're like good the whole time like for Mm. me I've had symptoms from first Mm. trimester it was rough second like moving into the second trimester a couple weeks ago it was like oh okay and I like this time and I know the third is gonna be a rough time too because you got all this belly and all this baby sitting Mm -hmm. there um but you know it's the thing about pregnancy is like you each day is different Mm -hmm. and you don't really know how you're gonna feel and I think this is a good lesson for me okay um because I know that being a counselor, I know that, like, life is that way. Yeah. But, like, pregnancy put a little zing on it. Well, it's, it's like, so out of your control, so too. Out of I your mean, control. you can't, whatever that baby's gonna, however it's gonna make you feel, what emotions come up, what physical symptoms come up. I mean, it's just it is what out it of is. your control. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. I have to accept that. Um, so, mom things, like yeah. items, um, <laughs> interviews, like I'm just learning. It's like you learn it as you go. Like, I've, I've always been obsessed with motherhood. <laughs> like, I've always been like, oh my God, it's so fun. Like, if I see a baby, like, these young be like, can you please leave them people's kids alone? Like, in the store, I'm like looking, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, that's so exciting. Going through it now, it's like I saw it through like I saw it with rose colored lenses like mm-hmm. and all that but now it's like this is a serious moment mm. 
but it's also an enjoyable moment and my supervisor Latrina she was like Ava just enjoy this time like just enjoy it like just do that Mm -hmm. like whatever you all the other things you're worried about and concerned about like just enjoy it so I have been trying to designate time each day to just enjoy it I love that it's it's such a special time and gosh I know like eight pregnant people right now so I'm seeing and I work with two pregnant people and then I see you and then I see I, I just know a lot of pregnant people right yeah. now and it's it's beautiful because it does look different for everyone but it is I mean your life is changing forever yeah. and but you know it's good that you are just in it and you're gonna be a great mom and it's gonna be so exciting and your baby's gonna be so cute i can't wait i can't wait my little Didi baby (laughs) gonna look like him daddy or her daddy i already know because them jeans are strong oh it's gonna be a cute little baby i know but i know i'm excited for you it's been fun, but it's. I think it's. I just want you to fun. soak up all the positive moments, because I mean, gosh, being pregnant is so special, you know. Yeah. And and it's the. T- I mean, I hear a lot. A lot of my friends who are moms are like, uh, they're when they're pregnant, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the baby to come. Like I'm so uncomfortable, whatever. But then when the baby comes, they're like, I miss them being in my belly, and I miss them. I miss the belly. I miss the because so it's fun. like this. I, I mean, I'm not a mom, so I don't know. Yeah. But from what my friends have told me, it's like just special to just have that relationship with them and um you know while they're in the womb and growing and all that so I just I just want you to appreciate it and enjoy it and glow and all that good stuff yeah yeah and I feel my little glow like you know it's been fun like my skin has like cleared up so nicely and I'm like girl what like can I just feel like this all the time and the little bit like you wear it with pride so yeah. I'm like well my little belly with pride you need to go good do a bodycon dress and just I have show two up. Girl, yes you need to two of them <laughs> and I was wearing them when I was in DC and I was like yep I'm pregnant uh, look at my baby yes um, so sweet so it's just it's it's and it's a very unique experience for me mm-hmm. so that's what's been feeding my soul because like I'm everything glad. else like I've been enjoying other things um, like music for the baby. Yeah. Like, girl, I'm starting a playlist. You need to. It is so much. Get you a birthing playlist. <laughs> I need to do that. You should do that. Oh my gosh. Oh Aww. yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah. yeah, you know, a good Elton John here and there, Aww. a good, and it's all like tearjerker songs. So I'm like driving in my car, like <laughs> with my hand on my stomach, tearing up. Like, oh my god, we're in this car together. What you doing in there? Aww. You love me already. Aww, like that's, that's so it's so beautiful. fun. Aww. I know, I know. That's exciting. That's what's been feeding my. Soul. I'm glad. What a good one. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna like <laughs> post for that, but um, just, I'm a, so just a picture of a baby, <laughs> just like a <laughs> random baby, a Gerber baby. I know that'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what's been feeding my soul, which is kind of sad. I guess. I don't know. I just mm. feel like I've been. Hmm. There's a lot of change happening, I think, in my life, like in a little bit in my personal life, a lot in my professional life, just adjustments in my workplace and, and people leaving and yeah. new hires and and just dynamics and, and all this stuff. And um, and, you know, I think with I mean, gosh, I work so much that it it that does not weigh on me, but it, it, it feels significant because mm-hmm. I spend so much time at work and and um and then I it, it gets me seeing you know you move through these transitions in your life and I'm seeing like I said all these other pregnant people moving through that it's mm-hmm. got me reflecting on 
you know, what I want the next year of my life to be like and what I want to do and Mm -hmm. taking chances and traveling and doing all this stuff. I don't know. I feel like I'm just trying to embrace the ambiguity and be Mm. in the moment with my feelings and, and just recognizing them for what they are. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily feeding my soul, but I'm trying to just be present and just oh. move through all that and, and also be aware of like what I want and what I need um, and focus on work, but also not focus on it too much, you know, like that kind of balance and all that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's just kind of the space I've been in, which has been nice. Um, even though change is hard embracing it and making the effort to embrace it has been nice it feels good mm-hmm. it feels good to let go of control in some ways yes yeah, yeah. and and you know and I thought I had the other day in my own therapy I was like <laughs> it sounded so hokey and it still sounds hokey but it's been actually helping me I was like anxiety is not real which sounds really terrible for a therapist to say but I was like my anxiety the things I think about and the things I worry about are not real right now. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. I was like, it's not happening. It's things I'm worried about happening, but they're not actually happening. And they're so I was happening. like, it's a, I was like, anxiety is a frame of mind. I need to yeah. get out of that frame yeah. of mind. Yeah. And so I just been telling myself that and trying to help me move through all of this change and ambiguity and just be mm-hmm. like you know what yes you're worried about that but that's not actually happening right now yeah so that's what I meant where it's like it's not real because it's not going on I'm making that up in my head and uh-huh. so I don't know if that's helpful to anyone or if that makes sense to anyone it totally makes go sense forth for with that but in therapy I was like it's not real <laughs> so of course the feelings are very real but I think that that thought has helped me kind of keep those feelings at bay for a while and I feel like if that works for you then like absolutely I have to ask myself too mm-hmm. the same thing yeah where like, I'm like girl are you worrying about this or is this a real thing exactly which is hard to let go of at some point mm-hmm. and it's taken I mean it takes a it takes work for me to get there like it takes work for me to sit in that and be like yeah Marcella that thought is not it's a thought but it's not actually happening like you're not that's not what you're going through right now you're just afraid of like that happening Mm -hmm. and so that's been helpful for me so I guess that thought or just the space I'm in has been useful and hopefully I just keep going through it just Mm -hmm. just moving yeah I love that a lot of change is in the air. It's a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Like my best friend Tierra and I were talking yesterday mm-hmm. and like just about professional yes. life, about personal life, yes. about it's the time to transitioning like into a new area of mm-hmm. life, like a new place where like and for me it's been like a you ain't got no choice. Right. Like, okay, so you call yourself trying to do the same things you were doing? Please girl. Mm-hmm. Um but then, like, for her, you know, she's moving into a different space because, like, we're, like, married. So, I'm married to Dijon, but I'm really married to Tierra. Like, me and Tierra, <laughs> I like, love that. We are married. Soulmates. Like, she soulmates. is my soulmate, know, for real. I know, So, she and I have, like, had a close bond since mm-hmm. we were kids. Like, it really, really, like, developed as college students. Mm-hmm. Like, we lived together. We've gone through things together. We've gone through things separately and, like, helped each other through it. Like we are very close yeah so she and I like are looking at how our relationship mm-hmm. is going to change mm-hmm. like through the process of me being coming a mother mm-hmm. and then one day her becoming like mm-hmm. 
it's it's gonna be a unique experience but like my thing like you know when you know that you have a close bond with people when you know that you love them like you figure that out as oh of course it's cool that y'all can have those conversations though because not everyone does that you know yeah because she's been debating on like what she wants to do professionally and she was like you know if i make this decision i might not be able to be around Mm -hmm. the baby much and Mm -hmm. i was like but girl we gonna be there for you though Mm -hmm. like it's not a problem so you know i'm glad because i know she and i were both thinking these things but it really came to like a head to where we we talked about it and i'm so grateful for that conversation mm-hmm. even just with any relationship just be being pregnant and dealing with that yes. like it's changing my life in it many is. ways i used it to is. go out and drink and party with dijon we would go to new orleans <laughs> walk. your girl is tired and doesn't want to anymore yeah. and then when we have this little person where where is he or she gonna go like to my mom's they, house. You're just gonna strap up. You're gonna be this strap parents up, bringing them to the restaurant, bringing them to. <laughs> uh, look, Dijon already like the onesie, the not the onesie thing. The oh, little, the little like, thing. carrier yes. thing, the Ergo Baby yeah. carrier. He's like put that on the registry, like now. Yes, I want one. I know parents who do that though. Mm-hmm. Where I see him all the time, and they bring. They're like, yeah, we're those parents who bring our kids to like that nice restaurant because like we want to do things and we got to bring our kids with us. Yeah, so y'all, are, y'all are gonna figure it out. We will. And it's good that you and um your friend can have those oh, conversations because I mean you're right it's just the change is going to come yeah. it's always going to come and I think just especially with the phase of life we're in now like late 20s, late 20s. I mean this is just the time where all of that happens people yeah. are getting married people are having kids you're moving in directions professionally yeah. and and buying houses and all that kind of stuff so um I think it's just the time of life we're in so I guess we just got to get used to it yeah and bringing <laughs> it back to what you were saying you know that present moment thing mm-hmm. like just just like feeling things in that moment like accepting mm-hmm. things as they are just trying to like be one with self in the midst of everything mm-hmm. it's it can be a struggle mm-hmm. the anxiety that comes mm-hmm. along with worrying about what's coming can be a, a true struggle but it's like okay what how much am I giving this yeah and is this helping me to give this all this energy and all this time making myself into like a vibrating um what's those little like massage things I feel like when I'm anxious I look like that <laughs> I don't know you what know? they're called but yeah the little like that they have it like bed bath and beyond yes. like, you can just put it on your back it's like rrr, rrr. <laughs> and that's like why turn yourself into that yeah like why press that button right when you could just be sitting there still and do good exactly. like being still I love that mm-hmm. well, all right y'all we made it to the end of the episode. We did it. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, more to come soon. Yeah. And yeah, we'll we'll be back soon. We'll be back very soon Thanks. with another topic. <laughs>